0: Welcome to our Forever Young podcast,
1: where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young because you're never too old to become younger.
0: My name is Christiana Eggy, And my name is Sherry Marie Chu. Hi, Sherry. How is your New Year's resolution going? <laughs>
1: Well, it was a bit of a rocky start, but I am getting better at it now. How about yours? I see our friend Dr. Odiatu is here again.
0: Yes, he is. He's here to help us learn five ways to keep our New Year resolutions with tips on mindset, diet, diet hacks, exercise adherence, and so forth.
1: Awesome. Welcome back, Dr. Odiatu, and Happy New Year to you.
2: Hey, likewise. Always a pleasure. I love both of your energy. I think 2022 is going to be the year for everyone.
0: Amen. Oh, I, I really <laughs> hope so. <laughs> no more COVID.
1: Oh, yes. COVID needs to take a long walk.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I agree.
1: Well, thank you, friends, for joining us again today. You heard Christiana. We welcome you to grab a tall glass of water as you listen in on our topic today, tips and tricks on keeping your New Year's resolutions.
0: So Dr. Odia, in our last podcast, Sherry and I discussed how to make New Year resolutions that will stick. We Mm -hmm. followed Dan Pink's uh, seven steps.
1: That's right. So Dan Pink is one of my favorite authors and I thought his seven steps might work for us.
0: So Sherry's new year resolution is to limit her sweet intake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Christiana's resolution is to find more me time. So the way Dan Pink sets up your resolution is to focus on doing whatever it is you want to do, whether it's improving something or limiting something on the even days of the month to start off. So for Christiana, that means that she's going to try and find me time on the even days of the month, usually when her grandson goes to bed around 8:30. And for me, I'm going to have a little sweet on the even days in January as opposed to having one every day. So,
0: <laughs> how is it going so fast, Sherry?
1: <laughs> okay. So, what I've done is instead of having, like, you know, a cookie, which is what I might have done normally in the past, and maybe five gummy bears, I'll have a small piece of dark chocolate
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but it's hard oh my goodness and I've also tried to just have fruit but I have fruit often anyway so it doesn't seem like such a
0: treat when I'm looking for that treat see that's your problem I told I you not cannot treat yourself every day you're not <laughs> You're not such a good girl every day that you need (laughs) treats, okay? So Dr. Odia, I believe that mindset is the foundation of success. Please Mm -hmm. tell us and our listeners how we can succeed in accomplishing successful New Year resolutions with a sound mindset. Yeah, I like the
2: mindset approach. Thoughts are seeds and our results are the fruit, So many people like Sherry are picking at the fruit when she should be going for the seeds.
1: Okay, tell me.
2: (laughs) Well, the seeds are your thoughts. Number one, you know, words spring forth from what we talk to ourselves about. So the words that we say to ourselves. So I would say the number one one things you can do is anytime you look at yourself in the mirror, which we often do, you know, three, four, five times a day, is no no self-disparaging comments. So, when you look at yourself as like, me time, you're the most important person in my life. And if you say that to yourself every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you're the most important person in my life. Or, hey, when you look at yourself in the mirror, usually no one else is with you. So, it's me time. You start building a foundation of saying, I'm important. This is my time. And anytime we think of something as being important, we start taking better care of it. So, this is the seed of all. Uh, health habits beginning saying I'm important saying this is my time and stop looking at the, the thousands of ways to get there there's thousands of ways to get in shape but seeds are the root you know and fruit fairy is is, <laughs> <laughs> is on the branches so start at the trunk start at the seeds and it'll yeah. be much easier
0: okay okay When you look look at a cookie, you say, this is not for me. I don't deserve a treat today. (laughs) When I look
1: at that cookie and I know that I made it and it has like oats and chia and it's like, you know, not that much sugar in it. I'm like, I deserve this.
0: But that is different though, Sherry. This is what I told you. Like if it's a healthy cookie, why not have it?
2: And you can, you know, they've actually shown. So Michael Phelps eats, who's an Olympic swimmer, eats twelve thousand calories a day. He throws everything in: cookies, bread, rice. So instead of limiting your food, we should be increasing our activity. You could, if you increase your activity, or park further away, take the stairs, walk to walk to to get the errand. It's amazing how we can actually enjoy those treats without guilt. You know, a cookie is 150 calories. If you literally, yeah. if you literally, you know, walk to the store to get the 649 ticket and come back, you've earned the cookie. So Michael Phelps spends eight hours a day in the pool so he can eat 12,000 calories. He does not limit his food intake. So you only really have to limit your food intake if your activity level isn't high. So we're meant to move. You know, human beings, are. we have 600 muscles. We're meant to push, pull tug, cut, climb. So by moving more, we can actually not worry so much about the calories going in.
0: And okay, I-, I like
1: that. I'm down with that. I move uh,
0: you're very you're pretty (laughs) active anyway, right? Yeah. But I think those are cookies that you make for yourself, but you forgot the gummy bears. Those are the the gummy bears. The gummy bears are are a
1: problem. And they're bad for my teeth.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't eat those. My kids are addicted to to them too. Not because of me. My nanny used to sneak them in because I won't let them have candies. And now they all love gummy bears so much, it's just disgusting. But I
1: love gummy candy, but you know what? I can limit myself. I can say I'm only having five and only have five.
0: But don't even have any. Don't buy any more. You're not making them. There are no chia seeds in there. There are no apples or avocados. So don't buy them.
1: I know, I know.
2: <laughs> or Sherry, just build a little bit more muscle. Like, you know, like yeah. um, every woman I've come across could start doing a little bit more resistance training, weight training. And muscle is the highest metabolically active tissue in the body. The more muscle you have, the more glucose you can store as glycogen. So people who don't have much muscle always have to count calories. The more muscle you have, the less you have to worry about calories. So building muscle, toning, strengthening can can make you do away with all those calorie counting hacks, which drive most people crazy. Yeah.
1: And I think though, I'm pretty good at that too. Like I'm, I'm big on strength training, but for me, the whole limiting the sweet intake was about diabetes because type two diabetes is in my family. So I want to make sure that I don't even get close to. Okay. So when's the last, when's the last time you did some strength training? Today.
2: And what did you do exactly? Like how long does it work out?
1: Okay. So I did, I'm, I'm using Apple fitness right now. So they have like all kinds of different exercises, right? So I did a 30-minute strength training, which is like almost like a strength hit workout. Okay. So it was like seven exercises and seven rounds and each round you would drop one. So there were like probably more it it was full body. So like, you know, there were squats with dumbbells and and all nice. kinds right? So it was really good. I do get a good burn and a good sweat. So, and I do probably four strength training exercises a week and then do cardio the other days.
2: Okay. So that's lots, that's lots then. That is enough workout for anyone. I wouldn't worry so much about the three or four gummy bears, unless they're followed (laughs) by some Kit Kat, some ice cream, a bucket of KFC, a pizza, a beer, (laughs) a So, So people talk about the three or four gummy bears. I'm thinking like, where'd they lead you down the, down the little corridor of your house? Like, that's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I and you know what? The other trick I do is I literally hide all of that stuff. Who buys it?
0: Oh, me. Oh, what, what? <laughs> it's, it's like the gambler to myself, right? And yes, I have those ideas hidden. But and I will together. have a craving, and I'll be like,
1: "Oh, I want some gummy bears," and then like they will go hard because you know, like. <laughs> I'll have five on one day, five on another day. And then I'm like, I don't want them anymore, but they're still there. I know. And I know it's just bad because I feel bad about throwing everything out. So.
0: You, don't, you don't need to throw them out, but just stop buying them, right? Only once in a while when you treat yourself, like I said, I know. treat. You it's, don't like treat
2: ga- it's like the gambler. It's like the gambler saying, I'm not going to gamble anymore, but every week I'm going to bring a, a slot machine into my house and hide it with a pillow. Um, <laughs> stop bringing a slot machine to your Wait. house. Huh?
1: I have not bought anything sweet new. Nothing. I've not bought anything new. So this is all stuff that's. But you know what? My, one of my favorite cousins, she bought me gummy candy.
0: Epic calendar okay yeah that and, one
1: which has like literally two three pieces of gummies in each day but I haven't even touched it yet but I know it's there and I'm like dying to open it and I haven't
2: no this is when you re-gift so I basically re-gifted yeah, all the candies yeah. and dessert every, every dessert every candy every bar every box of chocolates got re-gifted to the security guard to the concierge to the paper boy and then So it was a nice circle of life. Everyone was happy. The giver to me, I said, thank you. I took it, put it in the trunk of my car. I didn't even bring it into my house. I put it in the hatch of my car. And as I went about the last two weeks of the year, I gave it to whoever I felt deserving. Mm -hmm. So lots of warm, fuzzy feelings, no calories gained,
0: lots of good karmic debt sown. The seeds, the seeds, the seeds. Yes, yes. That's what I do too. I take mine to work, right? So a couple of days ago, one of the staff comes to me. She goes, ah, this lady's blood sugar is like 12. I'm like, uh huh. She goes, you know, usually it's like four, six. And I say, yeah, I know, because I brought in chocolate. I'm sure the staff gave it to everyone. So I think she had a chocolate that day. So I'm glad she got shut up, right? Okay. So it's good to give them to your little cousins, Sherry. Okay. Right? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. 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 But you're well, doing good. Just- you're doing good. <laughs> So the other thing though about diet is like we discussed recently, like people going into the new year going, oh, I'm going on a diet. I'm going to deprive myself of this and that. Like, again, it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. what about diet, Dr. Odiato? what's the best way to approach our
2: diet? A big part of it is limiting the number of times you eat in a day. You know, in the 1970s, Dr. Jason Fung, he's a nephrologist in Toronto author of the book called The Obesity Code, said in 1970, the average family ate two to three times a day. In 2020, the average family ate five to six times a day. Almost, you know, two to three times more, which you look at the obesity level back in 1970, it was about 8%. In 2020, it's 42% of adults. So a big part of people losing control, being hyperglycemic, developing body adipose tissue, is eating too many times a day. So challenging your pancreas to pump out insulin, exhausts this beautiful sweet potato-sized gland by age 25, 30, 35. And now, you know, 95% of all diabetes is lifestyle-related. So uh, uh, the obesity code author, Jason Fung, said eating too many times a day. So limiting the amount of times a day that we eat, because most of us are never hungry. We're never really starving bodily it's a mind
1: hunger.
0: Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I said, the last time on the last podcast, like with me, I started eating late and like, I'm sort of used to eating late every day. So I had my, what you will call lunch at about maybe six o'clock or something, which is usually early for me. So I've had that. And What I'm trying to do now is not to eat again. So usually like I eat maybe my first meal after 12 or one o'clock, then I eat at maybe six, seven o'clock. But then I come home and my mind is saying, you haven't had your three square meals yet. right?" Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm eating late at 11. But what I've started doing is I'm losing that (laughs) last meal. So I find myself basically eating twice a day. And nice. I'm, not a, I'm not a snacker, so it's sort of really hard, like, you know, to get myself off that last meal of whatever it is. So, but it's been working out great.
2: That's good. I like that idea. I like that idea. What, <laughs> one, other, one other thing we could do, and, I, and I've heard this before, and this is Eckhart Tolle. He said, if you remember t- your honeymoon, he said, on your honeymoon, we never ate that much, Okay. Our whole time was absorbed in our significant other. We were in love. We couldn't wait to go to the beach, couldn't take to wait those selfies and take those pictures in the sunsets. The last thing we thought of was stuffing ourselves at the buffet. Fast forward 20 years, 30 years into the marriage, all you can think of is the buffet. What's the food (laughs) like? Is it all inclusive? You know, so Eckhart Tolle says, when you fall back in love with life, when you fall back in love with your purpose, food takes a second or third place in your life. But for many of us, and no judgment, food is all we think about because we've lost our way. We no longer have our hard driving purpose. But when you have a hard drive, look at Elon Musk. You know, if you ever ask Elon Musk what he's passionate about, he doesn't actually mention, you know, a fast food or drive through or chocolates. It's all about his project, Mars, PayPal, Tesla, you know. So I think when we develop our passion or put more energy into our passion, you'll actually find food plays second fiddle. But when we've lost our way, we get distracted by KFC, the drive-through biscuits, <laughs> chocolate. You know, solve world hunger. You know, help thy neighbor. And I think food will take a second place just
0: by attrition. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Exercise more, Sherry, and you won't remember to have snacks. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. Eh. Okay.
0: So more
1: exercise, more projects. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so speaking of exercises, unfortunately, we are in a sort of, uh, I wouldn't call it a full fledged lockdown, it's phase two reopening um, practices, but gyms are closed. So this yeah. is usually a very busy time of year for uh, people like yourself, Dr. Claudia, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do we make exercise stick, especially using apps like what Sherry is doing right now? We are so blessed to have so many ways to do this without actually going to the gym. So what are some of the things we should be doing to just keep ourselves healthy? Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's about
2: building inconvenience into your day. So I always find when I'm with someone, it's all about they're always upset when I don't find the closest parking spot to the Walmart door. I don't find the perfect spot to the cinema door. I don't find the perfect spot to the airport. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, Five spots away, 20 spots away, 40 spots away. Who cares? People get so angry. You pass the spot, relax, relax. You're with the fitness guru. <laughs> we will park 30, 40 spots away and let's enjoy some walking in the fresh air like yeah. our ancestor did a thousand years ago, you know, so. I am
1: the same, totally. <laughs> oh. It's really funny because people are so willing to walk in circles around the mall, but like they need to have the closest spot. It's so oh, they crazy. get angry. People physically, <laughs> people
2: turn red in the car. I pass by a spot, you'd be surprised at how, The most spiritual
0: person starts gripping the seatbelt as if it's like a boa constrictor, you know? (laughs) Actually, recently I was uh, sort of reflecting on when my children were in elementary school at the Montessori school. There was a particular lady. She would park like, you know, a couple of blocks before the school and have the kids run to school, right? Right. And I would drive my kids right up to the door, and then they would go in. Though my kids are very athletic, and I am—I yeah. think I'm one of those people that I used to like to park close. But now that I have my step counter, I park further away to give me more steps, right? But yeah. the funniest thing is what you said: people going to the gym to work out to be fit, and they want to be at the front of the gym. <laughs> it sort of defeats the purpose. It
1: is mm-hmm. so funny. Yes, it is especially funny to see that
0: at the gym too. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's something. Oh, at
2: the at the, air, at the airport, you know? The one thing people say about they say about flying is sitting. I hate sitting. A flight to uh, Sydney, Australia, 22 hours, China, 10 hours, Hawaii, 9 hours. They get to the airport, they get to the gate. What do they do? Sit, Sit down at the gate. That's like, crazy. what I'm yeah. like, you said no. you hate flying cuz of sitting. Why are you sitting? Well, I'm going to stand when they call me. Well, why not stand and do those last minute texts <laughs> and selfies while you're waiting to sit for eight hours? I, I think people, they really don't realize what they're saying when they're complaining about sitting. And they're yeah. sitting, complaining about sitting. You know?
1: I literally, when, I, when I'm i at the airport, I, I walk. I do laps because I'm like, I'm about to sit down for three hours or five hours or whatever it is. And it's going to drive me crazy. So what I need to do is, like a toddler, run around the airport for a while before I get on that plane.
2: Look in the stores, you know, look yeah. at the get some uh, almonds some at the snack store, yeah. find the washroom far away. And even <laughs> on the plane, every 40 minutes, get up and stretch, pretend you're going to the overhead compartment, go to the back, get a cup of black coffee, chat with the flight attendants. There's so many ways to, to build a little standing into every hour. It's incredible.
1: Oh yeah. Especially when you've got your fitness tracker and it reminds you to stand up every hour.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 It's really, yeah. really effective. It took me a while to to buy into that belief, but it's actually making a difference for me.
1: You know what though? I I don't I am just compete with myself every day. I need to close those circles. I need, you know, my active. Calories, my stands per hour, my exercise minutes, you know, even if you set those goals, like it's important for me to hit them every single day.
0: Mm -hmm. That is important. Yeah. And also, like we again, we've talked about before, even just, you know, talking to friends or family, getting people involved with you so that you do things together, you know, someone to remind you or someone to just encourage you. I think that's important as well rather than going yeah. it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like I'm supposed to be texting you on, on the even days, Christiana, asking you. I'm
0: still you waiting of, for that text.
1: I know, I've been horrible <laughs> at texting you, but how has it been?
0: Uh, It hasn't been. (laughs) Yeah, the year year hasn't started yet. Oh no, we're like two weeks in tomorrow. My sister was telling me she goes, "I thought you were going to bed earlier." And I'm like, "Aha!" But you know what? Tonight I am.
1: Now I don't respond to Christiana when she texts me at midnight. I am up, but I'm
0: not going to no, respond. I don't do that anymore, Sherry. <laughs> Even when I'm up, I don't text you, so you don't talk about it. <laughs> you guys are funny. I you know, I'm a an
2: night owl, and they say there's two different kinds of people. Morning yeah. larks. A third of us are morning larks. A third of us are night owls. And a third of us are mixed. So it's hard to change a morning person to a, a night owl. It's really hard for a night owl to change morning, into a morning lark. So... You simply have to honor who you are. And if you're a night owl, that's when you're most productive, you know, in the evening time, late, late morning hours. As long as you get, you know, your seven to nine hours in at some point, and and your report card shows up on your face and your skin. So if you look better than your driver's license picture, you're doing a good job. <laughs> if you look like the picture in your driver's license, you need more sleep. That's about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness,
0: yes. That's so
2: funny. <laughs> <laughs> The worst thing is when you look like the picture on your Nexus card. If you look like the Nexus card.
1: No, no. Hey, my Nexus card looks awesome. Oh, look at you. It looks way better than my driver's
0: license.
1: You
2: did a little primping and preening, a little
1: contouring before. You know what's so funny about that? I mean, it's totally off topic, but I... I remember taking that picture, and I said, "Do I need to take my glasses off?" Because you know, it was one of those things where you know, for some of the photos they make you take your your glasses yeah. off or whatever, yeah. and like, no yeah. smile, whatever it is, right? Yeah, they're like, "No, you could do whatever you want." It's like, yeah. okay, well, so like, like glamour I'm shots smile and, and poison, look good right? for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you did some pouting. You put your hair up. You just shook your hair off. <laughs>
0: so moving moving on what are some of the diet hacks that you can tell us about i think the biggest
2: one is don't buy it i think many people struggle with with the food in their house but as sherry said who bought it she did so do not buy the junk food the <laughs> only way junk food gets you to the house is if a friend brings it or if someone else gives it to you but otherwise do not let, let it go into grocery grocery And if you spend the next month not buying any junk food at home, that's a huge you know, tsunami of possibility that's going to happen because if it's not in your home, you can't eat it. You know, then you don't, they don't have to worry about hiding it and disguising it and putting cushions on top of it or burying it in the yard. You <laughs> it's know, in just...
1: the back corner underneath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and don't Uber eat it either. Oh, right?
1: no, no, no. I wouldn't Uber eat that crap.
0: No, it's not worth it. So how about... If we've talked about someone like Sherry that is so used to doing a particular thing like eating sweets. So what if you want to be healthy, but you just don't know how to get started? You can't get rid of I'm not saying you shouldn't eat breads and stuff like that, but you just can't change the usual. What what should you do? What are the first steps to actually making your home, your, your cupboards healthy? I think, you know, I think
2: about the Bible, like without a vision, you perish. I think unless you have a vision in your mind's eye of looking that way, like some people say, I just can't picture myself being in shape again. I just can't picture myself weighing what I did in college. I just can't picture. So if someone can't picture something, there is no way it can happen. So we really have to be able to picture in our mind's eye, get a visual in our mind's eye, how we would look at that final weight and what we would be doing with that final weight. So. Unless you can picture yourself in that car, unless you can picture yourself in that house, unless you can picture yourself wearing those shorts or picture yourself looking like that, it's not going to happen. So when that picture becomes vibrant and strong and clear enough, it's more likely you're going to start eating and moving and sleeping to get yourself there. So I we really have to get a vision or an image of ourselves looking like the way we want to look. And if it's strong and clear and colorful and bright, it's easy. When it's dim, black and white and gray or fuzzy, it's really easy to fall off track. But that image image must be powerful and clear and ever present.
0: And I think also making plans, you know, do simple things like we talked about Mr. Pink there, like, Mm -hmm. you know, small, simple, attainable steps because if you overbite, you will fall off the wagon big time. Yeah, right? exactly. So.
1: I really, I think one of the the best things that I've learned from this podcast is all about the the knowing that you're worth it and imagining yourself as your best self. So when you do that, you will second guess. You know, an ice cream. You will second guess, you know, skipping a workout because it's it's for you. And I think that's that's a very powerful message and one that I will tell a number of people that I have in mind.
2: <laughs> I like that. I like that yeah. very much. Well, well, look at AA. AA has that thing where they have a buddy. So the 12-step program has been working for 70 or 80 or more years. So in that 12-step program, every new person makes a, a commitment. To a new life, they have a buddy. So, Sherry, if you want to not eat sweet, if you want to stop searching for those gummy bears that you hid two days ago, call Christiana and say, Hey, I'm in need of a conversation. Christiana will remind you on the phone or on the Zoom or on the text, your recommitment. And after you're coming off the phone with such a motivated person like Christiana, you'll say, You know what? I'm not going to find those gummy bears. I was just bored. I was just frustrated. I'm going to sit down and write out my business plan. I'm going to sit down and put together that PowerPoint. So, I think by phoning a buddy uh, that that sees you as the way you're going to be, um, it's easier to lay off whatever you were doing at the time that you were searching for.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's, that is a really great idea. Get ready for those
0: calls, Christiana. Yeah. I think also it could even be boredom, right? Uh, Oh Yeah, for sure. I, yeah,
1: I could see that too. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Or like, you know, It's that whole thing where you're you're taking that time to to sit back and watch some Netflix or whatever it is and in your mind it's like you need to sit down with a bowl of something or other, you know. Whereas, you. I'm not even I'm not even a snacker. I don't need to have popcorn when I go to the movies. I don't. My partner loves it, but I, and I will by default have it, but I don't need it. And so you know, it's it's when you have it in your mind that, mm-hmm. oh, this is what you should be doing is having something with while you're watching TV or relaxing or whatever. So,
0: yeah. But the good thing about what you do also is that you sort of limit the numbers uh, that you consume. Right. Because what often happens is some of us just eat mind mindlessly. You know, especially when you're watching a movie or something, you're yeah. just popping things into your mouth. You eat a whole large bowl of popcorn and you don't even know it, right? So just be mindful of what you yeah. eat. And then the other thing too, not using food as a stress buster. Because yeah. people tend to eat when they are stressed. You know, that mm-hmm. boss, that silly boss, you know, you see his face on <laughs> this large pizza you just want <laughs> I don't know but I think just being more cautious but it, it's really hard I know no, no, no one reaches for an apple when they are stressed but <laughs> some people also like myself when I'm stressed I don't eat
1: okay right? but I, I would it. never reach for an apple if I was stressed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think if, if that's the only thing in your house you have no choice it's like I would really, rather if, if it's not in your it, house you can't eat it. you'd rather what
1: I'd rather do burpees than eat an apple any day.
2: We <laughs> gotta course... get better tasting apples. You gotta get better tasting apples.
1: <laughs> apples are not my choice. I would. I've got I, like, can like we... gigantic pomegranates right now in my house. There you I go, pomegranates. Because Christiana told me you can get them at Costco.
0: Yes. There you you go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> nice Anyways. and juicy. So what are some other things we can leave our listeners with that we help them succeed in this new year 2022 so that once COVID is under control, they can come out with those nice tight outfits and, you know, just enjoy life.
2: (laughs) Well, just celebrate every day. Like, so in terms of doing something every day. So, which basically means if we do something every day, you can celebrate. So a salad every day, you know, do some kind of physical activity every day. Even if it means physically cleaning up the garage or spending, you know, 30 minutes putting stuff away in the garage. That's very physical activity. Um, shoveling snow. I'm Going for that walk. Do something every day. It can be as little as five minutes or it can be as much as an hour. But to do something every day is pretty powerful. Something every day after a month, two, three months. You can be looking and feeling really good. So by doing something every day, you can celebrate every day. You don't have to, you don't have to wait until you've lost that 10 pounds or fit into the wedding dress or... Uh, you know, checked off that huge plateau. I think most of us wait too long to celebrate, I think. But by cleaning out, spending half an hour cleaning out the garage, celebrate. By shoveling the grass, shoveling the snow, you can celebrate, you know. So celebrating more often means doing something small every day, not something major like a half K marathon. We're talking literally walking to the store to get a 6.9 ticket instead of, you know, driving there. You know, so celebrating more often lets you feel good. You get a sense of self efficacy, which is a psychological sense of I get stuff done. And that's a pretty powerful position to be in.
1: I agree. Yeah, me too. I, I love that idea of celebrating all the little wins
0: because yes. that's
1: how we move forward,
0: right? hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you fall, dust yourself up and start again, you know. <laughs> yes. And also, I think one of the biggest problems is some of us want to lose weight drastically. You know, it's like, OK, you put on 30 pounds. You think you want to get rid of that in one month. In the first place, your body is going to resist you. And on the other hand, you know what? The weight crept on slowly. It wasn't an overnight thing, you know? So take the time, like, you know, take little steps until you achieve that goal. And like Dr. Odia just said, celebrate along the way, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you did not eat that bowl of ice cream that you so wanted to have, celebrate. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> or half a bowl. or could be yes. half a bowl.
2: Usually yeah, a whole bowl. Today I took half a bowl. Or... I put a half a bowl and put some nuts on it, which is fiber. It's even more filling, but good fats and good protein. So find more times in a day, more times in a week to celebrate. And you get that sense of I get stuff done. You know, you can be the Elon Musk of your life, you know, the the Julian Michaels of your household, you know.
1: Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you, Dr. Odiatu. It's always been so good to have you on and it's always very informative and and I really enjoy our discussions.
0: Yes, informative and refreshing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, until the next time. I'm Christiana Eggy,
1: and I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young.
0: Until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger.
1: The Forever Young podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu, and it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at our forever young podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under our forever young podcast. Thank you for listening.